Hi, Chris. Hello, Rob. Welcome to the 10-Minute Design Chat. Thank you very much. Let's talk today about game design as a hobby and a way to relax. So they call it the hobby industry for a reason. Uh, because whether you're a player or a designer, that's where it all starts. That's definitely where it started for me. I don't know about you, Chris. That's definitely where it seems to all begin. You play a lot of games. Yep, definitely. You start making them. And today we have none other than Juan Mayalino, hobby designer, mate tea drinker, <laughs> and the expressive coast of the Incomodos podcast. Juan, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you? Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm so glad to be here. You're very welcome. Very, very welcome. So to let the listeners know how we kind of came to know each other, you uh, were probably one of the early adopters of the 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk website. And I think you posted on Instagram and tagged me in it. And so we got chatting about uh, the 10-minute design challenge and how you've been kind of designing games in between your studies and things like that. Yep. So I thought it'd be a great thing to bring you onto the podcast to talk about um, designing as a hobby and a way to relax in between, you know, exams or work or whatever it is that people are doing. Um, but given that we were we met through the 10-minute design challenge, I want to give Rob a particularly difficult challenge today. It's that part of the show where I try and show him up and then he <laughs> inevitably succeeds in excelling anyway. So today, here's your challenge, Rob. Um, today you're going to be doing a one minute design challenge. I'm going to be... What? Yep, one minute. I'm going to be giving you your uh, theme, your mechanism and your components and you're going to design a game for me. Okay? So here it is. In one minute, you are going to be making a game about unicycles. Uh, Okay. Yep, you're going to have to use poker chips. (laughs) Sure. I'm getting ideas already. And the mechanism you're going to have to use is bag building. Okay, all those ideas are gone. Uh, wow. Uh, unicycles, poker chips, bag building. I, have you got a timer going? I guess, you know. Uh, yes, I will. I'll tell you. And, you're, you know, you can tag in Juan if you need a bit of assistance, but mainly I'm putting the pressure on you. <laughs> and you're going to start in two, one, go. Okay, so unicycles and poker chips. There's obvious. I'm thinking penny farthings. I'm seeing wheels. Um, and I'm imagining the oh, bag building. One ideas, bag building. What are we going <sighs> to do here? I'm not sure, but uh, when I think about unicycling, I think about balancing. How can we like try Ooh. to do that for the game? Try to balance things. Maybe, maybe there's a bag full of poker chips, and they're like the wheels, and we have to like put them in like a unicycle frame or something. Uh, and yes. like like balancing. Oh, maybe they're kind of. We have to make a little unicycle with different types of poker chips and. Uh, you've got to like throw it across a course and see how far it can get, and so you've got to like balance it right and and shoot it off. That's that's a, an idea. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm not sure how we are going to implement the bug building mechanic, <laughs> but I'm loving it. It's more like a dexterity game, right? Well, yeah, you've got like off-road wheels. We can have ones with rubber edges. You can have like some sort of slipstream ones. Maybe a giant penny farthing, like big button style poker yeah. chip. Yeah, I mean, Chris. 
What do you think? Would you buy? Would you, would you publish that? Would you publish it? I I think I would play test it. <laughs> I, at this point, I think it's a good idea that needs some work. But you know, that is kind of what we're trying to inspire here, isn't it? For people yeah. to just come up with an idea and give it a go. So uh, I expect a sell sheet and a how to play video on my desk by Monday. Thanks, Rob. Mm. If that's okay, and then we'll we'll think about it. But yeah, it was just a bit of fun. But it does just show that actually you can come up with ideas from anywhere. Mm. Um, so yeah, let's talk about designing games as a hobby and bring Juan into the fold to talk about things. So Juan, my first question to you is, when did you start designing board games and kind of how do you use them to relax? So I think like as everyone who designs games, we, start, we started designing when we were a child. Uh, so yeah, when we were like maybe six or seven years old. But then when you get older and you start like playing more games and start understanding like mechanics and art and cards and dices and everything uh, you start like designing more complex and more design games not just like Yu-Gi-Oh cards with a different art or whatever yeah so yeah I think like the, the most serious um, designs that I've, that I've been doing started like maybe three or four years ago and so three or four years ago was there any particular thing that kind of um, triggered that off? Was there anything where you thought, oh, I, I'm suddenly going to try this? Was there a certain game or was there a certain period in your life where like, it was a good time to start designing games? Huh. Th th that's a good question. I think I design or I think about more games than I play games. I played a couple games and I really like it, but here in Argentina you don't find much like a, a diverse catalogue of games. You have like the three or four most common games like Catan or yeah Monopoly stuff like that, but you don't find weird and yeah niche games. So I design more games and play, and I think I started designing because we were just wanted to have fun with some friends and we we wanted to play something new, and we we just started talking about hey why don't we use these cards to play like this and we change the rules here. That's a really good point with the the like relaxing with friends because ultimately like playing games with friends is is actually funnily enough how I feel most designers get into the hobby they they, they nobody goes in saying I'm going to design board games without having played loads of them with friends and 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 you touched on a really interesting point there where uh, as you play through some games and you might make some house rules uh, that's yeah. exactly what I did <laughs> and and my friend said stop trying to fix their game and make your own <laughs> and that's yeah. just how it all began really like. And I'm right in thinking that you're in the midst of or have almost finished some of your final exams, is that right? Yes. So I'm studying civil engineering. So I'm always like uh, doing exams and stuff like that. But in the in the free time that I have during the day, I find it really relaxing designing games, mainly like for my friends and stuff. I don't publish them too often. I like publish them, I mean like, posted on in the internet or stuff like that. Maybe I have an hour between like study sessions and I start like fiddling with the mechanic or like tinkering a, a mechanic that I'm working on, doing some art. Yeah, and I, and I find it really relaxing. That's great. And I think that for me, I, I don't know about you, Rob, it's quite a game design gets me into a headspace that's quite meditative. I can kind of forget about what else is going on in my life or what other things are happening and I can kind of just concentrate on that for a period of time. And the fact that there is that kind of tactility to it and you're actually, you know, grabbing pieces and scribbling ideas and things, that for me is a, a great way to relax. Is that something you find as well, Rob? 
Oh, I mean, <laughs> you talk about sort of as a meditative exercise. It absolutely is until it becomes an obsession. At which point, <laughs> at which point, you have a job to do. Usually, your day job, or you're supposed to be. You know, you've forgotten to let the dog out or do some cooking because you've been thinking up game design ideas for such a long time. But you're right. It is. It's a distract. It's a. It's a happy distraction. It's something that is is really pleasant to just sort of sit down. And there isn't necessarily like I think a key thing that people. Uh, maybe get a bit mixed up when they get into a new hobby is that they they kind of focus on well okay I want to become published I want to get all this done but they kind of forget about the process itself and and one of the the best like times in my life has really been when I was starting that journey and it was like you know yeah. you discover and you play a new game and you discover a new mechanic and then it kind of like starts to germinate in your head and then it's like oh look at this new theme and you just get this like toolbox coming towards you so I think as a hobby it's like it is it's a very relaxing one but it's a very rewarding one as well yeah, I totally agree. I think like when you start designing a game, it's really relaxing and it's really great. You feel great until you start um, writing the rules. Writing the rule book is such a stressing part <laughs> of board game design. But I love it. It's part of board game design. Yeah. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's the common evil amongst designers, definitely. Yeah. But it is it's necessary and actually. You know, getting through that process and doing it is can be a really rewarding thing to do. To get to the other side of having written a rule book and think, oh, I actually got through that really difficult, less fun bit. And that in itself can be quite quite an achievement and boost your self-confidence, I think, sometimes. Yep. Any last minute sort of advice you would give one uh, for somebody who's thinking about getting into game design but haven't actually had a go at it yet? Um, hmm. One advice might be, like, show it to your friends. Uh, they would be pleasure uh, to play your games and they will have a lot of fun and they will give good feedback and they are your friends they are going to be honest with you you will have like maybe a quasi finished game and they will have uh, played it and they they will have fun with you and that will, that's great that's great advice i think that my message to home is you don't have to make money from game design just get stuck in have fun with your friends and see where it goes yeah completely agree that's where you've got to begin anyway, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, the time has come, the end of the 10 minutes. So I'm going to say thank you so much for joining us, Juan. Really appreciate it. It's been great to have you on. Um, and Rob, I'm going to see you at boardgamebud.com. Thank you very much. I'm going to say bye to Juan. Where can we find you online if, uh, if people want to see what you're up to? I know you don't publish your games all the time, but we'd be really interested to see more. All right, so you can find me on Instagram uh, at Juan uh, underscore, I guess, uh, Agustin underscore Mayo. Um, but yeah, I probably I like posted in Spanish, so sorry for the English listeners. <laughs> it's all right. We'll put a link in the show notes for sure. And I'm going to say goodbye to you, Chris, and I'll see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk. Thank you to both of you, and thanks to the listeners for tuning in. And show us what you can bring to the game design table.